Blessings, and welcome to Arms Upheld, Support in Life's Hard Battles. I'm Lynn Pierce, and I'm here to hold up your arms with encouragement, something to think on, and a prayer to focus on the one who holds all things together while you continue to fight the battles in your life. In the midst of battle, life can feel overwhelming, challenging, or beyond. I don't know what God has called you to do, what battlefield you are walking through, but at times you may find yourself feeling this way. I want you to know that even though your battle likely looks different than mine, I'm here to support you. I want to stand with you until the breakthrough happens and you can see the victory materialize. My hope is that these few minutes we spend together will help you lighten your load, feel seen, connected, and loved, and fix your eyes on Jesus. Let's begin with God's Word. So Saul sent messengers to Jesse to say, Send me your son, David, the shepherd. 1 Samuel 16, verse 19 of the New Living Translation Last week, we left off in the middle of 1 Samuel 16 with David anointed as the new king of Israel. So what happened next for David? A big celebration, a promotion, a seat at the head of the table? Yeah, not so much. Essentially, nothing happened. He went back to the fields, to the sheep and goats. Life went on as usual. After some time, we find that Saul was seeking out David. In verse 14, Saul found himself tormented and filled with depression and fear. Saul's servants were surely desperate to find some way to alleviate his suffering and in turn, alleviate theirs. In verse 18, one of the servants said to Saul, One of Jesse's sons from Bethlehem is a talented harp player. Not only that, he's a brave warrior, a man of war, and has good judgment. He is also a fine-looking man, and the Lord is with him. It is likely that by that time David had already defeated Goliath since he had a reputation as not only a shepherd, but as a talented musician, a brave warrior, and a man of God, at least among the servants of King Saul. David had been moving around behind the scenes so far, fighting for his country, serving others, and playing his harp. It could have been the last mention that clinches the decision to call on David. It was known that the Lord was with him. Between his anointing and this time when Saul called him into service as his personal torment soother, or as verse 21 calls him, the armor-bearer that played the harp to drive away the tormenting spirit that bothered him. He had been faithfully following wherever God sent him. It was not a glamorous existence. He was well known among the servants. I wonder 
how much training occurred in these obscure years. Lessons of watching over sheep and goats. Lessons of facing enemies. Lessons of praising and worshiping the Lord in the mundane. Lessons of playing a harp to appease the torment of one man. Lessons of trusting God on any battlefield of life. And patience. So much patience. There are decades ahead of him here at this point before a crown ever touches his head. But it's here where David is learning to be a man after God's own heart. Perhaps if we pause for a second and think about this, this description brings to mind another man of God, one who is brave, has good judgment. The Lord is with him, faithfully following and serving behind the scenes during these obscure years. David points us to the servant king, Jesus. The life of David and Jesus teaches us that once God calls us to a mission, we may spend a good amount of time seemingly in a mundane existence until we have learned the lessons he intended for us and his perfect timing is revealed. So, if we find ourselves behind the scenes, well-known among servants, and rumored to be a man or woman of God, this could just be the highest of callings. This summer, we may not have spent our time in David's most triumphal moments, but we did connect with him on a human level in his real ones. He made mistakes, big ones. He had ugly moments. He faced his sin and his enemies. He lived a typical life even after the gift of a great calling. He carved out time to be creative and praise the Lord. And he served humbly. Personally, I find all of this easier to learn from. I will likely never wear a crown this side of heaven, nor will I lead an army of thousands. But I will screw up daily. I will have to face my ugly moments and my sin. I will have to choose to serve those around me and carve out time to be creative and praise my Lord. I hope this summer learning from the life of David has blessed you as much as it has blessed me. I just want to say again, thanks for being here. No matter when you are listening, I appreciate it. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, 
So many times we are led to believe it's the big climactic events that define our lives. But what if it's really all the smaller moments that hold up those triumphal ones? Like words of encouragement that keep our arms upheld in the midst of battle. When you call us and lead us, it's likely through a significant time of learning before asking us to take a leap of faith. And maybe at that point, the stretch we need doesn't feel so far. Thank you for your infinite wisdom and guidance. Thank you for walking through every lesson with us closer than we know. I pray over the coming days that you would hold our hands as we take our next steps, no matter if they are leaps or tiptoes. We love you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you for spending a few minutes with me. Your time is precious and I appreciate it. If you enjoyed this podcast and it has helped you in any way, please tell a friend so it may bless them as well. You can find links in the show notes to connect with me on Instagram or through my website and even subscribe to my email list. As always, your battle may look different than mine, but let's stand together. I'll keep your arms upheld until victory is real in your life. Remember, God is for you, and so am I.